What's going on everybody? It's your boy JVD and we're back at it again with another episode of the FPL and Wine podcast. What's up guys? Jason here. See. Haha, <laughs> let's go, man. What a week. What a week. Ronaldo back. A lot of action in the games. Spurs got absolutely smashed uh, by Palace. Uh, United won 4-1. Great result there. Chelsea beat Villa. Liverpool leads today. We got one more game coming up on Monday, uh, Everton-Burnley, but I think only people have like maybe DCL or Digne from that, so nothing too crazy there. Um, but yeah, dude, lots of lots of talking points throughout the games, lots of action. How'd you do this week? Uh, currently on 59 points, um, no Trent, unfortunately, um, and then Cancelo's left on my bench, so that was, That's really that was a hard one dude. to Very stomach, but it's okay, happens. How about you? Um, yeah, I got 65. I've got Trent bonus points to come in. He got three on top of his assist, dude. I think you need to maybe rethink that no Trent, no Trent strategy, but we'll talk about that after. No problem. Um, yeah, pretty good week. We both had Ronaldo capped, right? Brought him in. Can't go without this guy, man. Like, come on, return to Old Trafford. That was freaking beautiful. Kind of like a dream come true, almost. Uh, very nostalgic. Just seeing him, like seeing For him play sure. with all the all the boys: Greenwood, Bruno, Shaw, Maguire. Um, it was just a good, yep. good atmosphere, good feeling. Um, kind of happy that he got that early yep. goal. I mean, not really early. He scored at the end of the first half, and then finally he got a second goal. Dude, the second one was freaking. That was awesome, man. Just the 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 run, the pass weighted perfectly, perfect first touch. Slots right between the keeper's legs, so that was that was awesome. Bruno showing uh, no signs of slowing down either. I mean, even though uh, most people kind of yeah, brought in yeah. Ronaldo, you know, he still got on the ball, took a shot, top bins. What a goal that was! Yep, for sure, for sure. But we're definitely getting ahead of ourselves a little. Let me just uh, go through the the talking points for the week. We're gonna do more of a game week recap, of course. Uh, go into the games, uh, some preview. Um, talk about, I think, uh, there's some teams that really need to be looked at a little bit, uh, like a second look, like teams like Palace, uh, West Ham, uh, potentially, and, uh, Arsenal as well, making a little resurgence. Um, so we'll definitely dig into those a little bit more, and then we'll do our game week five preview, and then our usual, you know, differentials, transfers, captaincy, and, uh, wrap it. So, uh, yeah, let's just jump right back into United. Um, so Ronaldo just looked like he didn't miss a step. He was he wasn't even involved like in the build up play much at all, right? I think he had the fewest touches of any player. Um, that's just according to my memory, but I'm pretty sure the stat should probably back that up too. Um, but he doesn't need touches, right? He just gets them in the right moments and bangs a couple goals. Like, what more can you ask for? Yeah, I mean, he's got a good team behind him. He's got Pogba, Bruno, Green on the right, Sancho, or even Rashford coming yeah. down the future. Dude, yeah. Pogba, man. Pogba was actually our best player that game. Like, real talk. Like, Ronaldo was great and all, but, like, this guy was running things from deep in midfield. Like, he was, like, there was times when Matic was going out and being, like, third center back, kind of. And Pogba was, like, the sole midfielder and just, like, just dictating everything. So, are you going to bring awesome. him in? No, nah, I don't think so, man. The The assists are not going to keep up, I don't think, um, at this rate. And I think guys like Greenwood, Ronaldo, of course, and Shaw, probably the better options there. Um Let's talk about Shaw a little bit because he was like he was doing his regular thing. But like now the fact that he has Ronaldo to hit in the middle, like with those through balls and um, crosses, right, it makes it's going to boost him a lot, I think, for sure. I think we saw that already a little bit uh, this game. Um, yeah. Do you have Shaw on your team? Yeah. 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 I don't have him in right now. And I think I'm that's that's a big, big step I'm missing there. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't looking good after they conceded. Right. But then obviously he got the assist. So, of course, he's still driving. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, he's definitely a good player. I think Ronaldo and Shaw are the two must-haves from United. And then it's up to everyone else in terms of if they want to fit in Bruno, Greenwood, Pogba. But I think those are the only guys, right? Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think really Bruno's an option anymore, man. Just I, I know he scored the goal, but, like, I don't know. Um, if if uh, Ronaldo wasn't on the pitch, you could probably have seen him getting an extra couple of uh, returns, return or two, maybe, in that game. And it just seemed like he was more providing, like, a creative outlet rather than the final pass and like his goal was a worldie no doubt but like you can't expect that on a weekly basis you know so um i would lean more towards greenwood there just because i mean you save like four million right that could go towards getting lukaku could go towards i mean i'm sure most people have salah already but um if i had to pick three out of the united team it would definitely be uh first ronaldo second shaw third greenwood i would say um okay uh, moving on to the uh, next game, uh, the early morning kickoff, actually, uh, Palace and Spurs. A lot of people were expecting um, big things from Spurs, <laughs> but that wasn't the case, right? Bro, I was close. To, I was so close to captaining Kane. You don't even know, man. The night before the the games, I was like, yeah, they should just they should just kill Palace. Like it's Palace, they're bad. Spurs are like pretty decent. Um, and I had Kane in my team. I was like, okay, like screw it. I won't get Ronaldo in. Just captain Kane. Do something like pretty safe or all the transfer, but like. I'm so glad I made that move, man. Holy smokes, that would have been a bad weekend for me. Did you uh, get a chance to watch the game or no? Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. I didn't watch much of it. I, I think I turned it on like right at the end. So what? What are the next steps with people with Spurs assets? Are we letting go of them? Are we keeping them? I mean, you got the likes of Ronaldo, uh, Lukaku now scoring goals. Is it? I don't yeah, know if yeah. there's room to fit in Kane, right? I, I would probably say there isn't. Um, I mean, especially with Chelsea home this week, if you have Kane, like you probably want to move him to either Lukaku or Ronaldo. Um, but like, okay, like for instance, I still have Dyer. Like, I'm probably just gonna keep him on my bench this week. He's got like a little bit of that knock, right, from last game. Um, so if you have like one of the cheaper Spurs guys, like you have Ali, right? Still, yeah, I have Ali. I'm still rethinking that, but I'll I'll keep the faith for now. I mean, I think he's an okay pick if you're planning to keep him through to like through to game week eight. I'm sure he'll get a couple of returns in there. But I mean, if you see the chance to uh, swap him for someone who you consider to be better, um, I mean, maybe not not Harrison. Uh, What's the other guy? Rafinha, maybe on Leeds, could be a, a better pick there. Yeah, the the only reason I actually have Ali is because I'm scared not having Kane, right? And then obviously their son as right, well. Right. You want someone where, you know, you're going to rack up the points here and there. And if I don't have Kane, then where's my cover? And I think Ali is my cover, but I don't know. Depends. We'll, we'll see. Like you said, I'll hold. I mean, if they're not scoring goals, then the coverage doesn't a- matter. Exactly. Right? So that's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, From a Crystal yeah, yeah. Palace point of view, Gallagher, Zaha. Dude, Gallagher is a real freaking pick at 5'5", five, five, man. Holy, I didn't realize he was so cheap. Yeah, but he wasn't showing like signs of this when he was playing for West Brom. But, and maybe that was because West he was Brom doing... was just so bad, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think he's actually playing higher up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he was playing closer to the goal, um, taking shots, getting in good positions. And uh, this game, he got a couple of assists. Um, and, I mean, Vieira seems like he has Palace, like, like not fully clicking yet. But, like, you can see that it's getting to somewhere you know yeah there's a there's a game plan in mind and um in in good fixtures i see no problem with someone like gallagher um at 5-5 super cheap option there moving on to chelsea ashton villa this oh wait what actually... about wait wait hold up hold up quickly just that edward guy new striker for them um if he comes in and like continues to look good i mean he only played 10 minutes scored a brace but um, I would definitely keep an eye on that for for next coming up games. He's six five. You think isn't that a bit too expensive? No, that's okay. That's a decent price. Uh, cheap forward there. I mean, we I've been complaining the whole season about how there's no one under seven, really in the striker spot. So that's a good good uh, option there if it if it ends up panning out. 
Um, yeah, so Chelsea Villa, you wanted to talk about, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is actually a pretty good game from a Villa perspective, although Chelsea are just too... Like, they have Lukaku, and they're very good defensively. I mean, Mendy yeah, yeah. really saved them a couple times. Yeah, yeah. The I, I mean, I was just looking at the stats there. The like the expected goals was pretty much even for both of them. Um, I mean, I mean, Watkins was back. Looked pretty good. He did, he did look good. He was taking a lot of I shots. I love that, out. dude. Love that. John McGinn literally bossed the midfield in the first half. Uh, really so hit? much so okay. that Tuchel had to take off Saul, who made his debut. Tuchel took him off at halftime because this guy was like, he thought he's he was playing in up. La Liga. He thought he was playing in La Liga still, bro. Dude, and he's like, like just strolling thought, around? Yeah, like kind of like thinking he has a little bit more time than not. He was getting caught, lazy passes. Tuchel took him off at half, brought on Jorginho, and then, okay, like the rest is self explanatory. But yeah, yeah. Um, man, Lukaku, man, this guy is just a beast. beast. Yeah, bro. Love that guy, man. That, that that second goal was just like, holy smokes, what the hell was that? Yeah, and, and here's the thing that I wanted to talk to you about, because I have guys like Mount and Delhi to kind of compensate yeah, yeah. for not having Kane and Lukaku, and I don't know if that's a good strategy going forward, because obviously Lukaku's... First of all, Mount uh, gets threatened due to Tuchel rotation, whereas Lukaku's more of a permanent kind of pick. He stays I mean, there. I thought I thought Mount was freaking nailed to a post, bro. I'm so surprised that he got rotated. That usually doesn't happen with him, but maybe that's just a one-off thing. I'm not sure. Mm, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you would hope. You would hope. <laughs> I would hope, right? But I mean, even if let's say Mount is nailed, like Lukaku's just too explosive. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, way too explosive. I I, I guess it's not. It it might be a, a having both kind of thing. Like you don't have to pick one. It's just like maybe Lukaku, Mount uh, over Jota. I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't think I really like that. If I had the option to go with Jota over Mount today, I would probably take that. I think Jota didn't look great today, but he still put up good. Like, he was getting shots, getting involved in chances and stuff. So, um, what about Rudiger and Alonso? Because I wanted to talk about their defense because their defense is just, like, they don't stop, man. They just keep cleans every single freaking week, seems like. Yeah, I mean, when I made my initial FPL team, I had Rudiger for a large percentage of the season uh, last year. Yeah. And I knew Chelsea were going to be good, but his price also rose. I think he was, I'm he not was sure what he, four, he was. 4-5 or 5 last year, He right? was a 4-5 or 5 last That's year. Because he wasn't playing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. didn't play him. And then all of a sudden, Tuchel came in. They started yeah, racking five, up five sheets. Now. Yeah, now he's 5-5. Five, five, so that kind of justified why I didn't get him. And I got Dini instead. But obviously, they're Chelsea at the end of the day. They have a, a, a tremendous goalie behind them in Mendy. So he's definitely a great pick. Alonso... I don't know. Is he nailed? You got the captaincy, bro. I was like, what the hell is going on? I saw that on the first, like, like when I woke up or whatever, I saw, like, Alonzo starting. I'm like, what? Uh, or, sorry, Alonzo captain. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, everyone but, uh, else in the lineup was fairly Yeah, new, true, right? true. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think Rudiger, solid pick. I think I probably want to bring him in over the next couple weeks. My defense is just, like, all over the place. I wildcarded into, like, two 4-0 defenders, uh, Ailing, Dyer, and then Trent. So that's just been... I've just been stuck with that for a lot of, uh, last couple of weeks, but I've, I'll probably start putting money into there uh, moving forward. Um, before we move on, yeah, just Watkins. He definitely did look good against tough a, defense, against a yeah. tough Chelsea yeah. defense. So if he's if he's doing that against them, like he looked sharp, man. Um, I don't. I'm kind of looking at him, him or Bamford for that Antonio slot. Okay. So we'll okay. See. Um, yeah, and then let's move on to Arsenal versus Norwich. Uh, Arsenal did a did a number on them in the. Uh, shots and expected goals and all that kind of stuff um, but they only won one nil um, you said you watched a bit of the game you have uh, Tierney right what did you think 
Uh, well, from a tyranny perspective, he didn't do as much attacking as I thought he would, so it kind of backfired. Like, he was playing really deep. Okay, so, okay. I don't know. It didn't really work out for me in terms of that pick. But, mm-hmm. yeah, like you said, Arsenal had a lot of shots. Did they convert? No, because the score was only 1-0. And, actually, I was lucky to come away with the clean because I saw Naruto repressing towards the end. Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, really know about Arsenal. Definitely don't invest there. Uh, obviously, Aubameyang got the goal, but it was more of a tap-in, if anything. So, um, Not really much to say about Arsenal. They have that right I back. Know. I want to just mention that. Um, 4.5, new guy coming in. Um, probably decent value for money, but then again, Ben White. Smithrow didn't even start, too. So. Yeah, that's that's not good. I'm like, I mean, I, I kind of like their, their fixture run is really good, and you can probably pull someone out of here to get ahead. I mean, you have Tierney, right? So that's that's probably a good hold. But in terms of other than that, I would probably just go with, like, one of the defenders, maybe. Like, yeah, Tierney, White, Tomiyasu. I don't think there's really anyone else, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Pepe, I guess, is fine at 7-2. But at the same time, you could have, uh, what's his name, Torres for the same price, right? So, yeah, okay. Arsenal's are Arsenal, bro. <laughs> um city versus leicester uh what did you think did you watch any of this game i mean i mean i, yeah. I was just glued to the united game the whole time so i didn't know really... I, I watched this game primarily because i had benched cancello i thought that pep was gonna rotate him yeah, yeah even yeah. though i should have started him i just felt like this guy's played two international friendlies he's played he started the first three games of the season i mean you have zenchenko there and well obviously mendy suspended so i thought zenchenko might play uh and he's also, he got 12 points, he got the assist, Bernardo, he shot the ball, Bernardo got the rebound, basically an assist, and then he got the three bonus. So yeah, I, I think mean, you got to keep starting him, bro, just just dump him in the lineup. If he gets zero, he gets zero, you get a sub, right? Yeah, I mean, the same thing happened to me last season. I had Harrison, kind of put him on the bench, Oh yeah, yeah, 12 yeah. points, so I think I average one of those like every season, but it's a tough one to swallow <laughs> because I don't have Trent, everybody else had Trent, and yeah, he yeah. got 12 as well. Yeah, that so would have caught you that, up there. Yeah, 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 or it would have at least balanced the things out. For but, sure. Uh, from a like overall city perspective, I mean, I think they wanted to get revenge because they lost the Community Shield, right, to Leicester. Uh, I didn't watch, like you said, like I didn't watch too much of the game. I was kind of just watching Cancelo, but Torres got pulled early. Raheem didn't start. Grealish is Grealish. I'm not sure how threatening he looked, um, but that's kind of about it. I mean, I think I, I still watch- like Torres as an asset though, like move, like longer term, medium long term for seven point two or whatever he is. Um, I mean, he'll he'll obviously this wasn't a great game for him, but um, in a in a worse, I mean, Leicester were pretty solid defensively from what I could see just in the stats and stuff. So, um, yeah, I would probably I would probably say that Torres is a great pick in terms of I mean, what's their next fixture? Yeah, they have Southampton next. Like he could hat trick that game like no problem, you know. So wouldn't be wouldn't be upset as a Torres owner at all. Moving on to Wolves Watford, um, kind of an interesting fixture because I know a lot of eyes were going to be on Wolves. Ooh. Yeah, dude, Wolves did a number on them, bro. They did a number, but we still don't know who the best FPL asset from them is, apart from the defenders. I would say it's probably I would say it's probably still Jimenez. Um, I mean, you know I don't rate Triore in terms of his FPL output, like real life running at players, beating them and stuff. It's awesome to watch, but don't really rate him. The other guy, Trinkau, uh, also kind of iffy. I don't know, um, but I think Jimenez is just involved it's like centrally, everything. Um, and the, the returns will come for him. Over time, I think he's a good pick there. So you mentioned two 4.0 defenders that you have in your team. Are you looking to upgrade them to a Wolves defender maybe? That's definitely an option. Um, but I would more so lean towards going premium there. Because I have I have 4.2 million in the bank, okay? So like... What the heck? Yeah, bro? man. Because I, um, I dropped Kane and Bruno, right? 
So I went Ronaldo and Jota, so I made a ton of money there. So I can I can do a lot of stuff this week. We'll talk about that later. But if I was to do something with the defenders, I would lean more towards getting either City, United, or Chelsea coverage in there. Um, I mean, we just... We, I think Shaw for Yeah, now, right? yeah. I think that's the must-have. Yeah. yeah, that's probably who I'd lean towards. But, like, yeah, there's so many options in defense. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy with all three of those teams as defensive picks. Moving on to the next game of the match week, West Ham Southampton. Um, Antonio red card. Yeah, yeah, and Ben Rama got pulled early, so that double up was not great this week. Um, and then they have Europa League coming up, right, as well. So are you worried about their minutes coming forward? Um, you worried about the like the rotation there, pulling early, all that kind of stuff. I'm definitely worried about the Ben Rama. Uh, the fact that he got pulled early, I didn't notice that until like uh, you told me. So I definitely. I don't know. I mean, because I would have kept him and sold Antonio, but now it's looking like, like you said, Europa is coming up too. I think that is definitely a concern. Do you think that's their priority though? Or is it to continue pushing on in the league because they've been so strong in the league, right? I think it's to continue pushing on in the okay. league. But I just think, how are they going to push on in the league if Europa's going to, it's going to be there. It's going to be it's gonna be more games, more rotations. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. But everybody knew this going into the True. season. We knew yeah, first few games, Europa was going to have an effect on West For sure, yeah. Right? yeah. It was like, okay. What we didn't know what we didn't know is that Antonio would get a red card and screw <laughs> up everyone's teams. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But that's I okay. mean, if you can that's afford to bench FPL's him, about. that's great. That's a great option this week. But I think a lot of people, I mean, myself, I'm freaking, my team is looking bare, dude. I'll show you it in a bit, but... <laughs> my team is looking really bare. We'll have to do something there for sure. <laughs> what about Southampton? Did you think that they were any any good? So, dude, I have Livermento and I have I him actually, too. I was I wanted see you, man. Like this is the problem. I have like a pretty good squad in terms of depth, but yeah. now this ro- this like rotation in terms of choosing the right players to play, it's tough, definitely dude. affected it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it affected me definitely this week because I was like, I thought about playing Livermento over Ben Rama because. Southampton at home, they're actually pretty hard to score against at home. I've noticed this. Like, even when they played United last week, too. I mean, Hassan Hoodle just has them very well organized, right? So it's like, if you break them down early, like, you might be able to get a few. But if they're keeping it tight, they're keeping it real tight the whole game, you know? Yeah, what I also noticed about Livermento is he got way more forward than Tierney did. So I definitely (laughs) think, like, they play City next week, so I'm not going to start him. But I definitely would like to start playing him going forward because I think Southampton, there's something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So did you have, like, four or five returners out of your defense then? Like, what the heck? Yep, yep. Uh, Livermento, Cancelo, Shaw, and then um, who's the other one? Uh, Cresswell? There's someone else that I'm missing. No, not Cresswell, the other guy. Kufal? Oh, no, I don't have him. Uh, there was someone else. Oh, Tierney, Tierney. And right, then I right. have Dini to play tomorrow, True, true. Right? So, yeah, so, you got four out of five already, right? Yeah, Dang. but, I mean, what good is it if two of them are <laughs> on my bench? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, definitely something to think yeah, about. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's go on to Game Week 5 preview. We got some some big games coming up, especially on Sunday. So, United versus West Ham. Um, what do you see there? I think West Ham are just going to tighten up, right? This is what they did last year. They were really open in the... Uh, against worse teams and then every time they come to a top four team they just turtle up and just make it really tough yeah so this is interesting because a lot of people are going to be looking at that liverpool liverpool palace fixture and say you know what this is an easy cap salah at anfield you know what i'm just going to stick the armband on him but for some reason my mind is still on ronaldo and i don't know man this might affect like i said it uh, last pod as well this might affect me this season because I don't see why I should take the armband off Ronaldo, even though, okay, yeah, they're away. They're at West Ham. West Ham are definitely good defensively, but I still fancy him against Craig Dawson and Ogbonna. I mean, they're still, like, all three of them are very old, but I don't know. 
I, I, I can't see him not scoring. I, I do not disagree, man. I don't disagree at all. That should be should be an opportunity for a lot of points there, um, regardless of how good the defense is. I, yeah, it, it, it's going to be tough to like like take off the blinders with Ronaldo, right? Because we just, ex- I mean, I expect him to score literally against any team, man. Exactly. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter at all. But like you but. said, Liverpool Palace, I mean, uh, like you mentioned it uh, in the beginning of the uh, pod, I don't have Trent, and this is another kind of scary fixture not having Dude, him. Dude, you can captain Trent easily this yeah. game, dude. Easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, I mean both those games there should be some goals. I'm yeah, I think West Ham United will be the the better fixture obviously from a neutral perspective, but Liverpool Palace there should be a lot of points in in the Liverpool assets, right? I mean, you have Jota, you also have Salah and Trent. So you have the triple up there. I just have Salah. Dude, so. I just love the prices, man, for Jota and Trent. Like there's no no one's matching that like value at 7-5 out of the game really apart from like maybe Greenwood. I don't know. Um next game that we wanted to talk about was Spurs and Chelsea um that should be a sick game eh? that's always a that's always a war that game yeah i'm gonna see my midfielders uh mountain deli kind of battle it out and from there yeah. i'll kind of decide who i want to keep who i want to sell even though like mount didn't start and deli's like i'm not i didn't watch the spurs game so i don't know even if he created or didn't create but um well, I mean, we'll, see. we'll see i would lean towards no just on the fact that they had like no chances whatsoever um but yo, I'm. I would if I had Lukaku this week, which I might end up with him. Um, dude, the captaincy could end up on Lukaku because Spurs are missing like both their or like three of their starting center backs, right? Um, dude, Dyer picked up Luke... the knock. Tanganga, uh, not a center back, and um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? No, I think I think the play is definitely if you, like to play Lukaku and Ronaldo. If like if you didn't play your wild card yet, you gotta get if you can somehow fit in. Salah, Ronaldo, Lukaku, and Trent, and then figure out your budget enablers. That's a good squad. Yeah, I'm there, dude. I'm there. I can get them in one transfer right now. Yeah, like I think I think that's a good squad. However, like you said, like some of your defenders and your midfielders, like they're very low prices. That yeah, right? oh yeah, yeah. We're or you're sacrificing them, sure. a lot. I mean, by... you have Jota. You have Jota. Right? Yeah, I have Jota, Salah, and Ben Rama and Harrison as my four midfielders. But and like my defense is just like all over the place. But I mean, if I can get Lukaku, Salah, and Ronaldo. And Trent in one team, like that seems pretty good. I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll think about it more. We'll talk about my transfers in a bit. Um, but let's just go to the next game. You wanted anything more for Spurs Chelsea? No. Okay. Okay. Norwich Watford. Um, I just wanted to bring this up real quick. Um, because it's a big game for especially Watford. Watford have just been terrible in the first four games, and they finally have a chance to do something. Um, I think Sar could do do some damage here. Um, and then the Norwich guys. I have Brandon Williams and Gilmore in my team. Might end up starting Williams just for for the clean chance there. What do you think? Yeah, no, I I think I think start Williams if you have him for sure. Um, okay. Like you said, okay. Watford have been looking bad, but I have Edie Emmanuel Dennis, so I'm definitely gonna start him. See how he does against Norwich, and go from there. So yeah, should be a fun game to watch, man. They're both both teams are like in the relegation zone, I think, right now, and uh, they need the points, so should be a good game. Um, yeah, so moving on to our differentials for the week. Uh, picked out three of them here. Um, I'll start with Gallagher. We sp- spoke about him at the start of the pod. Um, 5.5 midfielder for Palace. Uh, should be producing, continue to produce, I think, uh, especially in these bad fixtures. or well, good fixtures, I suppose. Bad teams they're playing against. Um, anyone else? Um, I'm going to go with my guy, Emmanuel Dennis. Um, I think he'll hopefully... Rack up some points against Norwich. Sure, yeah. Saar as well, I guess, on the same note um, versus uh, Norwich. And then my guy would be Watkins. 
no one really has him because of the the knock he had at the start of the season, but he's back in back in the team. Um, who do they have this week? They have Everton, so not the greatest fixture, but it's at home, so he could do some damage there, I think. Um, yeah, so moving on to our transfers for game week five. Um, for me, yeah, yeah, I don't feel the need to transfer out Antonio just yet. Uh, I've been waiting a while to get my two transfers. So I think this is the week where I can just roll it because I think my squad, I'm not really too concerned about rotation because, well, Mount already got rotated, so he'll definitely start. Delhi will start. Cancelo, that's funny because I think he might get rotated this this upcoming. Yeah, he probably will. I'm not even going to lie. Dude, I swear he starts Zinchenko in the Champions League, though. Like, he likes Zinchenko for those Champions League games. So, yeah. But like like I learned my lesson, I'll definitely always yeah, start yeah. him from now on. Uh, kind of go from there but i i think my squad's good enough to go into gaming five without making a transfer of course get taking out antonio for like bamford is tempting of course that is but. dude the thing is his fixtures after are like pretty much fine right he has leeds and then um leeds and then brentford so like who cares like yeah, i could not just according hold. to big man <laughs> that made me <laughs> laugh man that really made me laugh no i think he's a fine hold um if you can afford to bench him this week i don't think there's any reason not to um the thing is i can do lukaku in for him for one transfer which is pretty mind-blowing. I didn't really realize that that was going to be an option, but I have 12 mil available for that spot, so I could just bring in Lukaku and just call it a day. Um, yeah, I think I think that's actually a good chance for your like current squad situation, yeah. especially because like in two weeks, Chelsea have like, crazy run, right? fixtures. Yeah. They play Norwich coming up. Like, Dude, Lukaku against Norwich, I mean, what is that? I mean, is that like a five cap, goals bro, there, man? Like, <laughs> if I had it, I would, honestly, I would slap it on honestly. there. Honestly. Oh, yeah, I forgot you already yeah, played. Yeah, yeah, I, I used that first week. Let me just go through the rest of my squad because I have a couple of other holes kind of. Like, I'm, I'm at the moment, I'm starting Gilmore, uh, which is, I guess, fine against Watford. But then I have Armstrong away at City and Ben Rama home United, which are both, like, pretty terrible fixtures attacking-wise. Um, so I do think I need to make one move. I'm just really not sure what it would be. Um, the, the Lukaku move is, is a decent one. But at the same time, like I said, I do... I do like Antonio's fixtures beyond and lose a lot of money dropping him. So I don't know. I could do something like bring in an extra defender for Dyer, something like that. Like bring in uh, Shaw or Rudiger, one of the guys we talked about. What do you think? Mm, I mean, I think the Shaw pick is good. I mean, they, they have a tough like fixture run, right? According to the FDR. Our defense is not good, dude, right? Like we have good individuals, but like we're not keeping cleans and stuff. It's like kind of more out of individual uh, brilliance from certain defenders that we're keeping like keeping right. people out. But I think you're not getting Shaw in for his clean sheet. Right? You're still getting him in because like you mentioned in the beginning, yeah. right? Like he has Ronaldo now. He already got an assist to Ronaldo. How, like I think there's more to come from Shaw. Right? Sure, sure. But I mean, if, if that's the case, if you're going for the attacking potential, shouldn't I just get Cancelo and have like a ton of cleans on top of the attacking potential? Like five point uh point five like more is seems. yeah Cancelo or ds depends what you yeah, want but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I like that too okay okay i'll think about that the defensive move is probably sound um i'll do like dire to him or something like that maybe ailing it's like it's a more disciplined move as opposed to just getting lukaku in and being like erratic yeah you know? yeah that's true like obviously it's the lukaku one's gonna help but then it's also gonna affect the rest yeah of your it'll team, right? it'll mess with the squad and balance longer term for sure we We've yet to see how Tuchel plans to rotate Lukaku. Like we don't know. We still don't. I don't know. think yeah, it'll okay, happen against Spurs. Four games. No, no, no. It won't happen against Spurs. But like when Champions League comes in, like you got to keep in mind it's still only the fourth game week. Of course, like, um, you know, it's it's good to be back and all that stuff. But when Champions League comes in, Europa comes in. 
we'll see what Tuchel does because he still has Werner in, in the back of his pocket. Maybe he starts playing Werner in the league. I don't know. Or maybe maybe something like that. No, dude, Lukaku's just so good and fit, right? Like he'll probably just. I think he'll just be starting, man. I don't think there's a problem there. The other thing is, I think they just want to. Yeah, win the yeah. League. I mean, they they're probably going for a double, man. Screw it. Their team, their squad is so deep that like they can afford to rotate um, as necessary. And I mean, Lukaku is just a machine. He's gonna be able to start as many games as necessary to get them there. Okay, just so to sum up, yeah, I'm definitely gonna roll, okay. and then you're gonna think about the Lukaku one or the defensive. Yeah, that's right? probably where we're at, where I'm at. Yeah. Um, moving on to game week five captaincy. Uh, I currently have the armband on Ronaldo, and then the vice on Salah. Yeah, I'm on. I'm on Salah. Uh, they they looked Liverpool looked freaking good today, man. I don't think we talked about that much at all, right? They uh they looked they looked nice. How did Rafinha and Bamford look? Not good. Like, dude, they the the game was really open, right? It's Leeds. They're just they were just attacking all the time. So I think they could have both had uh they had chances to return. Rafinha had a couple one v ones, a couple balls played in behind, um, but it wasn't really anything clear cut. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it for those guys. Well, there you have it, folks. Another episode in the books. I'm your co-host this is Jason, and this is the FPL and Wine Podcast. Signing off. Peace.